Hello. Hello. Live at the time it was recorded from the spare bedroom in beautiful downtown Southeast Pennsylvania, USA. It's season two of the Josh and AC podcast. This is the dead end with Josh and AC. Josh and AC.podbean.com. Follow us on social media at Josh and AC on Facebook, Josh and AC Podcast on Instagram. Visit our YouTube page, Josh and AC Podcast, or send us an email, Josh and AC Podcast at gmail.com. Episode 51 of the Dead End. I'm going through puberty. I'm also Josh. <clears throat> AC's across the room. This should be the theme song of our show. Yeah, that's how it started. I mean, I like. that's how it was tonight. Yeah. You know? Well, it was fine until... Minus the kissing part, but good to be here. Lots of stuff to talk about tonight. Well, everything, everything was fine until I started getting on you because of the fact that you had like three hours worth of content for the first show. Yeah. Make sure you have Josh, stuff. Josh Make sure you have stuff because I don't always have Josh everything. doesn't comprehend that I have to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning today. Everything was nice up until now when I had to record with you. That's really low. Well. well, let's... Hang on. Let's fade this out. Pretty, pretty, please. All right. While Josh is doing that, welcome in, everybody. Season 2. Holy shit. Season 2, episode 51. We are just two away. Two left in season number two, believe it or not. You have all been listening to us for almost three years. What a... That's a freaking... Oh, yeah. Getting some more light back there? What are you doing? What's that? That one was off. Okay. But, yeah. So, uh, yeah, get, well, let's get back to this. a bad opening. Yeah. Well, welcome in, everybody. So, this is uh, season Attempt two episode... number three of yeah. season two. Season two, episode 51 of The Dead End with Josh and AC. Josh and AC. Podbean.com. Uh, you know how to find us. We go over that shit at the end of the show anyway. So, yeah. So, uh, we are two shows today and uh, next Thursday. That's the end of two seasons. 104 episodes that you've listened to us somehow. Yep. So, our agents are currently discussing the contract for season three. Yeah, I got to make my dad re-record now since we added oh, yeah, the, uh, shit, he better get in the intro studios. Yeah, so... Well, and getting ready for season three. Maybe we should maybe we should get him actual like a sign yeah, outside maybe. the door. That's not a piece of paper. No, it'll be a piece of paper. We're not. We don't have that much money, so we don't monetize. And anything we monetize off of YouTube, we don't get the credit for anyway. <laughs> so, oh, great. We're what the hell are we? Easy, smooth jazz. Let's. I had a really good one pulled up, and then um, shocking, it's gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, obviously, it's been 
it's been a minute since we've been together, so it's uh, show one of our two two night two per night recording. So lots to cover this show, lots to cover next show. Uh, some exciting announcements. Josh will go over that. Uh, we're not going to do too much with it for this show. No. Um, we'll talk more about it on the next show, but we got a big announcement, and it, it's fairly big. Uh, might be probably one of the most outside things we've done. Yeah, it's going to be definitely show. a change. Yeah, to uh, the show, but it's but it's not really a change to the show for it's a show for a show. Yeah, to to kick off something new. Three, we're going to so. add into the shows yep. maybe if the, if it goes. Hopefully, well. yeah. Um, lots of things have happened since the last time. We'll talk about my car troubles, yeah. Josh's dining experiences, some good, some bad. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be lots of ups and downs for this show. Um, but we definitely want to just bring you all up to speed with life. I know that everybody just enjoys hearing how stupid our lives can get sometimes. So, all right. So first of all, Josh is resigning from the show. Yeah. I'm sure all of you are very disappointed in that. Um, Ryan has his contract. So. Yeah. Why don't we tell them a little background on that? You can't just drop. No, I already did. There. I already told him. I already told him that you got all pissy because I told you that you can't have three hours worth of content. No, that's show. not what you show said. that's in an hour that and 15 minutes. The bullshit. Josh was you put more like I said. Josh was writing. No, you. Josh put, was writing. Oh bullshit! Josh was writing for about an hour, and his list just kept getting longer and longer. No bullshit. Your yep. list kept getting longer and longer. Anytime I don't come in with content-heavy show, you're like, oh shit, man. Well, yeah, because I'm used to you having content-heavy shows. And now I have it, and you're like, oh, that's too much. Like you put more yeah, restrictions because, on me right, than Howard everybody Stern had placed on him by the FCC. Everybody needs to understand that Josh either has all Shut or nothing. He doesn't God. know when to stop. He either comes in with nothing or everything. So I just all I said to you is that you have to split it between the two shows. You literally said to me that you're gonna have a lot in the first show and not a lot in the second show. Well, split it between I the two shows. I yes, did you did. No, I didn't. That's not that's not word for word. Right. God, I wish the camera was rolling at that point so I so could So you just... lied to me. You told me it was on, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, I didn't push the button yet. I really don't like uh, you. Yes, you do. You wouldn't come back if you didn't. You don't do it for the people. I needed a bed to sleep in today. Yeah, I know. You didn't get any sleep anywhere. <laughs> yeah, the Hotel Miller is open for operation. <laughs> I mean, Hotel AC is open AC, for, yeah. <laughs> for operation. Well, the Miller owns the building. It's oh, a yeah, Miller yeah. building, so... The Miller Keystone Blood Bank owns the building. But... I was going to look something up here, and I forget when you were yelling at me. Yeah, there. so everybody, this is Josh's last season. He's got two more shows with us, and then... Uh, yeah, then I'll be replaced be by Ryan. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He hasn't, he hasn't accepted the terms of the contract yet, you know, so that might not happen. But, yeah, so uh, so we actually... So at some Do point... Do you like this? No. Um, so Josh actually... God, I give up. <laughs> so Josh, Josh just utters the phrase, take my list and like it. So I said, okay... Well, that'll be the name of the show if we can't figure out anything else. So, because then we were fighting over. Josh decided to make the comment that when I make the list, I just make a list so that I can cross things out on it. Which actually, that's what yeah, I you're do. You're like a mean Santa. You yeah. just like make a list and cross, cross it, it out off. twice. That's right. Yeah, but it also helps me write the descriptions for the show, so I don't have to ask you what the hell you talked about for the whole show. You know, where is the goddamn music I wanted? I don't know. I give up. Well, you got to bring God into this. Oh, sorry there, Father, yeah. or whatever you are. All right, are. you said we're going sweet for this episode, right? Yeah. All right. I love you. This is a little better. All right, so do you want to do your candy bar first? Yeah, we can. Okay. So Amber picked this up. She actually texted it to me, and I told her no, because I thought it sounds disgusting. It is the Kit Kat Blueberry Muffin. I think it's going to be gross. I don't see how this could I be good. I hate fake blueberry taste. I don't understand 
how a blueberry muffin works into something covered in chocolate. Because it's probably not chocolate on the... Is it covered in chocolate? It's probably white. Well, no, like a, a normal Kit Kat is chocolate with the wafer. Uh, what are you doing over there? Opening the pack of Oreos. Oh, well, hang on. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. These look terrible. All right. All right. Woo! They really blueberry. They smell like blueberry. I only want one piece. Take my Kit Kat and like it. Everybody just saw your armpit, too. Oh, well. I shaved. I'm sure you do, you hairless freak. Eh, it's not as bad as I thought, but it's not great. This is what it looks like on the inside, everybody. Oh, we're doing that? Okay. No, no, no. Josh. No, don't do that. You'll shit all over the camera. I want to show the insides. Yeah, it's all right. You want the other piece, or I'm going to give it to the dog? You killed him. It's chocolate. It's blueberry. Even he doesn't want it. It's okay. Not a fan. I mean, I don't think I'd buy it again. But. Yeah. All right. Rinse. What do we got? Oh. All right. So I found these in the store. Uh, these are firework Oreos. <clears throat> so it just says with popping candy. That sounds gross already. Is it regular chocolate Oreo? Yeah, they're regular Oreos. Regular Oreos. And I don't know if everybody can see them. But there's popping. There's little like crystals in here. Crystal meth. Maybe at least I'm... No, I opened the package. All right. So, uh, I don't know if they're actually going to pop or not, but we'll see. It says they're popping candy. It's fucking Pop Rocks in an Oreo. Just wait. It's coming. You're not getting that? No way. Tastes like an Oreo. No. There's, it's 100% popping like Pop Rocks in my mouth right now. It's literally an Oreo. Josh, how are you not getting the Pop Rocks? I hear them crunching in my teeth, but... Oh, there they are. There, yeah. Hmm. Kind of reminds me when you get hit in the face and like your head like rings. Is that what happened before you had the aneurysm? No, wow, that's weird. It's so weird. You eat an Oreo. It tastes They're like cracking it, in my teeth. It tastes like an Oreo, but then you have fucking things popping all over your mouth. That's so bizarre. Yeah. Like, you don't taste them, but you feel them. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so weird. I think they'd be good if you put them in milk to see what they do. It's weird. Very bizarre. I wish people could hear it. Wouldn't that be great if they could hear that popping? Stick your head inside of a can of Sprite. Yeah. Woo. <clears throat> so weird. That is, yeah. I feel like something's wrong with my head. Yeah, I'm trying to wash it down. They're still there. 
Who thought of this? It's getting worse. Ah, who thought of that? All right. Uh, would would you recommend either one of those? I would say that it. The I'd Oreo, say, yes. The Oreo, you think so? It's just weird. Just to experience it. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what we're gonna do with the rest of those. I definitely wouldn't eat them. Do you want them? No. By the way, did you see the price of Oreos? It's like six bucks a for almost a party five, size. almost five dollars for that box. It's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. All right, so those were our sweet snacks. Like, uh, we're not going to do that every show, but every now and then Josh and I find some things. Uh, I just little, randomly look in the aisle. We have two things that I got for the next show. Uh, one everybody's probably heard about. Um, Herpes. Yeah. Um, and then another one that I wanted Josh to try. They're actually pretty good. That might work General for you. So, so I won't trade the bag. Uh, then you all so know where I, I would Why is my soundboard so low, though? Well, that's you because the other music is playing louder. Yeah, but the music is... I don't get it. You have your soundboard down? No, it's all the way up. I don't know. Could this be the end of the soundboard? <laughs> don't you pay for that? Yeah. The end of the soundboard. We couldn't be so lucky. This, that's fine. Oh, there we go. What'd the sound do? was turned down. Oh. Coming at you. Episode one, season <laughs> one. Yeah. Josh is back. No, it's season oh, one was terrible. All right. Uh, so Let's why do don't you throw back to that? Hey, everybody, how are you doing? This is Josh Jason. No, it was more. It was more like this. It sounded coming at you through one speaker. Yeah, mono sound. No, don't don't make me do that because I'll fuck something up. But I'll turn it back yeah, to mono. Yeah, don't. Good lord. Yeah, and I don't think I could adjust anything on the soundboard to do that. But yeah, coming. Yeah, and not realizing it for like five episodes that it was only coming yeah. through one speaker. Yeah. Yeah. God, could you? Could you believe if we still were like that? We should save this for the for the next show. But here's our no. But here's here's just to go on this. Here's the perseverance, because you saw how frustrated I got that it just didn't sound I'll right. I'll give it to you. You learned your equipment. I'll give God, you that. That was so frustrating because you would you would see me. I was so miserable. You can ask Josh. Imagine if we recorded. But the yeah, video you're of that. slightly better now. But. Yeah. Yeah, but I get just I get frustrated at you because the the equipment's like yeah. and tonight I I forget that like when I do other like when I do the video I have to turn off the I have to turn off all the other audio to and get it usually to, plug the laptop in helps. Well, no, I yeah the the one big mistake I made tonight was <laughs> I didn't realize that we we have something called a rig um, that actually is what takes the sound from the electronics into the soundboard so that we don't hear you used you guys used to hear the buzzing now we don't have that buzzing anymore because we use a different device. That um, that people like with guitars and stuff. Yeah, you don't hear that anymore. Um, so we have it's it's the rig and and in order for us to record sound to the audio and video, stop. In order to record sound in the audio and video, we kind of need the rig to work because I was like trying to figure out why it didn't like. We opened the show anything. three times to nothing. Yeah, no, two times. The third time was the charm. No, the third so, time it worked. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we actually we got it tonight, and apparently um, really loud on the soundboard because the uh, video is peaking. Alright, I think we're okay. Alright. I don't know why the that mic is peaking on the audio. I don't know. I guess it's okay. Alright. I'm just watching the video. I don't want the YouTube video to be shitty. We're already, yeah, we're mean, already terrible. God looking, forbid so. they can't see our faces. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, these, these are actually these are pretty good. The little lights that you got us. Was that a compliment? Yeah. Because they actually light up my face but now it's like really shiny at top. You wax right. your forehead. Yeah. All right. So do you want to talk about the big announcement? Well, no. Let's do the sad news before we go okay. to the big announcement. All right. I thought you wanted to do that after the big announcement, but okay. This is the song you play for her. 
I listened to this song about 15 times this past week. So not that anybody here will know, but my beloved dog of the past almost 13 years, Snuggles, uh, died. She was... Um, this is Josh's three-legged dog. Yeah, she was. She survived being hit by a car and being beaten by some guy that had her before me. But uh, she was kind of picky eating, so I made her beef and uh, rice. She ate that for like two or three days, and then she stopped eating completely. God, I'm gonna, this is going to get me. Just wait. All on camera, too. <sighs> the world's going to see you. Um, you know, I hear this. It reminds me of Tommy Boy. Yeah. In death, too. So it's like... You shouldn't have played this song. It's going to get you worse. God. I'll start over again. I, I'm not doing it justice here. No, so she just stopped eating and then stopped drinking and <clears throat> stopped being able to get up. And I knew it was bad. She died on a Tuesday the 10th. God, now you sound like Forrest Gump. I'm sorry. <laughs> she, died, <laughs> she died on a she, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. You died on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I had you placed here under all tree. Yeah. Little Will's doing fine now. I gotta. I had to get some kind of comedy in there at some point. But you know? I miss you, Snuggles. If you ever need anything, I'm not very far. <laughs> no. But Josh, or everybody, so Josh anyway. is actually he is sad. Will, he just he has is, a weird way of showing. So anyway, it. I knew it was bad because on Monday night she pissed herself on her pillow, couldn't get up, and I'm like, well, that ain't good. Yeah. So I got her an appointment with the vet, and it was there's two doctors at my vet, and one of them I got into an argument with before. Like shocking. I can say me not liking somebody. God, you got an argument with me, and I didn't even do anything. So I, I ended up getting her, and I'm like, well, you're not gonna be juicing my dog, lady. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you know, we're gonna have to do it, or you could take her home, and you know, she'll she'll suffer and she'll die from starvation. I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. So I am all alone, and I'm like, I, I guess we got to do it. I said, but no offense to you, even though it was total offense to her. I was like, I don't want you to do it. My other doc, the other doctor is the one that euthanized my cat and my two other dogs. I don't want you to do it. And she's like, well, she's in surgery. I said, go get her. I don't care. They're alive yet, so, like, <laughs> fuck them. I said, when she's done... A surgery, I'll wait. Like, what are we gonna do? Well, what's gonna? Did they? Did they say that Snuggles was in pain or anything to make her wait? Did it really matter? I mean, she wasn't doing anything. She literally she couldn't move. Yeah. So, and so then, to wait thirty minutes for her to get out of surgery really didn't matter, right? Well, and then like they must have went and said something to her, and within like three minutes she was in the room and she's like, uh, she's so cool. She's like our age. And she's like, you know, apologizing and stuff that it had to happen, blah, 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 you know, because I had her in there in January because she wasn't doing good. But anyway, they, I mean, it's, have you ever had to put a pet down? Nope. It, I haven't had to do it myself. Not ready for that. It's rough. I, and I would think it would get easier, and it doesn't. And, yeah. like, I mean, they yeah, were Yeah, my dog definitely isn't young, so I'm waiting for that moment. They weren't even, like, 
done giving her the medicine and she was already gone. Like it, it's the most heartbreaking. Well, thing. Well, Josh, with that, at least you knew that she was already not well. No, oh, I. If I, it I, went I, before they even finished giving her the medicine. Yeah, they they weren't even done, and she just closed her eyes and like went to sleep. And there I am, a grown ass man, thirty three years old, sobbing hysterically when I walk out, and like I was annoyed. Ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not, Josh has human. a soul. <laughs> he has a soul, human, folks. Yeah. yeah. When I Josh mean, needs to be human, he's human. Well, what get, what got me is because, like, she's been there. She's the only constant I've had in my life since I lived in Schuylkill County, really. Yeah. Because when we bought our house, I we got the dogs. And my first dog that we got passed away. And she was there with me through everything. She was there through my divorce, through having Will. Through a, a car away, running her over. Being hit by a car. Yeah. Being punched in the face by a crazy ex-girlfriend. Yep. Having another crazy ex-girlfriend leave me. <laughs> she was the only thing that was there for me. And it sucked. Like, And I didn't. I knew Will would be affected, but I never realized how much the dog went to her. Or to him. And like this is his first loss as a kid. He's six. Yep. And every night, he'll pretty much he cries himself to sleep. It's the most heartbreaking thing in the world. Yeah. And, like, last night, he was crying. He was at my house. And, like, we bought a stuffed dog off of Amazon. So that's going to hopefully help him. I go to pick her up from the crematory tomorrow. So hopefully that'll be better. I don't fucking know. But, uh, I was already annoyed that I had to do this alone. But I was even more annoyed. Okay, we'll fade this out and get something more upbeat here. Good time to fade that out. Anyway. Wait. Oh, that's only a nut. This is not a good night. Yes, it is. No, it's not, because I fucking find a song I like, and it's only a nine-minute song. Whatever. We're going with this and stay with it. 67 degrees. Clouds are moving in. So, anyway. You ever see one of those people... That are too into their pet? Uh, yes. Okay, so... Like, it's a big open waiting room, and I'm waiting, you know, the impending doom of my dog as she's dying on the floor. And there's some lady, old... I'll call her the crazy cat lady, comes in with a big... Like, like she was carrying, like, a house. But it was just, like, an oversized carrier for one cat. And she puts the cat on the thing and walks up and, t you know, checks in or whatever. Comes back, and the cat's there. And I don't know if she said fluffy or fluffers or friskers or what the fuck she said. For all case and purposes, it was fluffers. And she's going, fluffers, fluffers. Are we excited, fluffers? Fluffers, fluffers. Mommy's right here. Mommy's right here. Come here, fluffers. Fluffers. Mommy is here. Here. There you are, baby boy, my baby boy. And, like, I just picture the cat, like, help me. Yeah. Help me. You're like, what the fuck are you making me do now? And, like, everybody's, like, looking at this fucking lady. And I'm, like, uh, like I'm rolling my eyes because I'm so annoyed. Like, I'm okay you talk to your dog. Like, oh, Bobby, boo, 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 boo. Yeah. Don't have a fucking conversation with it. This lady's fucking. <gasps> you never <gasps> talked to Snuckles? I did, yes, when I was alone. Not in the waiting room of a fucking These vet. These people don't care. And she's like, like, she looks like she just crawled out of like a cardboard box with like a piss-soaked mattress and like 
you know you live in Schuylkill County, right? Yeah, but this was like the epitome of like homeless Schuylkill County slash New York. Okay. But literally, 15 minutes in the waiting room, and it's bad enough they have the fucking Muppets on TV. So I'm watching the Muppets waiting to euthanize my dog, listening to a lady who's fucking making out with fluffers. Like... Maybe that's the only thing she's got, Josh. I don't give a shit. I hate to see the day she has to put fluffers down. No fluffers! No! No! And why she sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire, I don't know, but whatever. Did you see there's a Broadway Mrs. Doubtfire? I want to see it so bad. Do you really? I do. I don't think it'll be good. I think it's going to end. Like, I think it's on its last, like, I think it's already (laughs) happening. Well, it is happening, but whatever. Anyway, why don't we move on from talking to animals to talking to cars? No, you wanted to plug your announcement. Are we waiting till later in the show to do that? Mm, should we do it now? No, you can do it later. I'll move it. Yeah, well, yeah, move it around. We'll do okay. it later. All right, move that. All right. See, it's going to have my list because I'm checking on you. God forbid I didn't check on you. No, just kidding. Uh-huh. Funny. All right. So let's let's talk about the car well debacle. Played. Keep moving. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk about the car debacle. So first things first, Josh thought that it was his fault. Well, I still think it is. I don't think it is because they told you to put them in there. So uh, driving. So after, you know, obviously you all are up to speed at this point with the car, the situation the last time uh, we recorded. So next day, take my car driving to Lancaster. All right. Because I'm working out there that week, that same week. And uh, I'm about three quarters of my trip down the turnpike to Lancaster, like maybe about 10 miles from the Reading exit. Uh, and all, and I accelerate to go up a hill. My car just doesn't want to go. And when I do that, it sounds like the fucking hoses are popping out of my car. So I thought that it was uh, air, like uh, like hose problems, right? Which would affect the performance of the car. I've had hose problems because it sounds, you know, it sounds like there's air coming out. So I take it to. Um, I take it to Firestone in Lancaster and spent $30 on Ubers that day. But I took it to Firestone and uh, the guy's like, well, we don't we don't know if we can get it in today. I can put you in as a walk in and we can see as a drop off and see what we can do. And I said to the guy, well, I, I was like, you know, dude, I live close to Philadelphia. I can't drive that car back home without knowing what's going on with it. He's like, well, is the check engine light on? I was like, no. I was like, but you can check it out for me, right? Just make sure that's not good. So they're like. Well, we need to do, they're like, you know, they didn't see anything visible, so we're going to have to do the smoke test. Of course. And I'm like, okay. I was like, so what do you- just a guy with cigarettes and a length of pipe. I was like, so what do you charge for that? He's like, $100. I was like, well, I said, I guess we need to do that. So anyway, so so they do the smoke test and they find nothing, which obviously later on you'll find out that it was nothing. What are you, why are you playing this? It's the sounds of the shop. Oh, really? No. This is actually a construction site running a jackhammer. Yeah. So, um, so Firestone finds nothing. They said it. He's he's like as far as the problems. He said it's shifting late. So he said it should get you back. But he's like it. It needs to be. T- it, you know the transmission needs to be looked at. So I was able to schedule an appointment with the Amco place, which is a transmission place. Double A MCO. Yep. Uh, they're not really Amco, but they're affiliated. Like they're an Amco retail certified dealer, whatever the hell that they call it. Uh, so the guy's able to get me in the next day. So, uh, they call me at like nine, probably like eight forty-five in the morning. So they, I don't know what time those guys get in, but it must be early. I dropped the car off that night, left it there overnight. They call me, 
and he says that the check engine light was flashing. Now, Josh calls bogus on this. I don't believe it for a second. Because I said to the guy, I said, you know, I drove that car 300 miles in the last week and didn't even notice the check engine. He's like, well, when you accelerate, it flashes. And I said, I still would have noticed the check engine light flashing. So I said, whatever. So he's like, well, we need to do a full engine diagnostic test. And I said, yeah, that's why it's there. And he's like, yeah, but we're going to have to hook it up to the computer. So apparently they don't do anything anymore. But he said if they... Well, they, they said they'll look at it. Yep, that's a car. All well, right. no, so... So here's the difference. He said if they have to do it by hand, it takes days and a lot more labor. Computers have helped them where the computer basically runs engine simulation and literally can pinpoint it. So because they got the shit, what the hell did I told you? What was the reading that was on there? It was something zero zero three or whatever. Like, so it basically was saying that misfire. it was misfire in the cylinders. Okay. Which now that that made me fucking nervous because I had my cobalt that I crashed into a train. Watch that had a blown third blown third cylinder, so I was like, "Great, what the fuck do I do to my fucking engines that I fucking blow cylinders out in my car?" Well, fortunately, I didn't blow a cylinder. So, um, after about nine hours, I felt like I finally get a call back from the garage. So, by the way, the test is two hundred and fifty dollars. Jesus, to run this test, okay? But if you have to get repairs, that all gets par that all becomes part of it. I was like, okay. So basically, the labor for the engine test all goes into like they they basically give you a discount on that, uh, or the labor on the repairs. Yeah, actually, here you are getting that phone call about the bill. Well, they haven't heard what the final cost was yet. So I finally get the call after nine hours. All right, uh, and they tell me that the and they didn't even tell me what was wrong. This is what they said: Did somebody work on your car recently? That's all I hear. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, Josh, what did you do? That literally went through my head. I was like, what did you do? I thought you forgot to replace something. So um, we the day before, we got the spark plugs. Those were – I physically watched them, and we even checked the VIN number to match up what spark plugs should be in the car. Who would think you can't trust a guy making 8 bucks an hour at the yeah. parts counter? Well, and the other thing is, is the reason, the reason Pep Boys put the wrong spark plugs in the car, so everybody – Shocker, the wrong spark plugs were in the car. Well, what happened, because since January, I've been using the wrong spark plugs, it actually burned out two of my coils. My ignition coils, for those that don't know cars. Well, yeah, but Eric, you can refute any of this if you hear bullshit. Yeah, so, so they said two of those coils were shot, but I believe that some of the coils could have been shot just over age, but I feel can like they should last longer mistakes. than 120,000 miles. But uh, So then the guy tells me that the that it has the wrong spark plugs. And I was like, well, that's funny because that's what they told us to put in. And he's like, yeah, but that's Pep Boys. And I, and then I couldn't blame the mechanic that put them in because the mechanic was told what to put in the car and probably just ordered by the service guy, not by the mechanic. So he put the spark plugs in. Yeah. Um, so then he tells me. So And obviously I know spark plugs don't cost a lot, which when we looked, it was only 50 bucks with labor. It was only 50 bucks with labor for the spark plugs, which... Wasn't that bad because Josh was asking about that because of what it was, you know, because yeah, it took me 20 minutes. Yeah. So spark plugs and labor, $50. So it was realistic. Um, obviously, they didn't pay a lot for the spark plugs. Um, but then the coils were what got me. So they were 188 a piece. Yeah, I was going to say that. Or weird. if you bought all four as a set, it was 385. So he suggested just replacing all of them. But I told him, all right, so now my bill is up to $1,000. If I do that, and I was like, I, I was like, that's a lot of money that I didn't have to put down on this. I said that literally, 
is like I said, I have to do numbers. Well, we offer financing options, and I didn't want to take the financing options until I went on their financing option and saw that it's 90 days same as cash. So, so I took the 90 day financing, so that way I can figure out where the hell I got. I'm gonna take the thousand dollars from, probably out of my savings account. So all in all, I wound up paying eight hundred and ninety-four dollars and fifty-six cents. And now the car. No, open that. What does that envelope say? Tell me what it says. Josh has the magic envelope. What is the bill? What is the damage? It was eight hundred and ninety something, I think. You were cheated. Yeah. No, I honestly Things believe you find at Amco. I believe that they, I, they were. I don't think that they were dishonest. So, uh, I will tell you, the car does run better. Every now and then, I get worried that they didn't fix it correctly, but. I told the guy, I said, I was very clear with him. I said, so if you're going to, if I'm spending this money, this is the problem, right? I said, if I have to bring it back in a month, I'm going to be pissed at you guys because you didn't fix the problem. Oh, it's three pages. That ain't good. <laughs> no, three pages because it has some of the other paperwork in there too. I, it has my agreement for the, for the 90 day same as cash. Eight ninety eight eighty six. Oh, there you go. There you go. That was the number. Yeah. So almost $900. Uh, so don't let your coils go bad. But Josh was in the right direction. When we talked about it the, on that Tuesday, Josh said it's it's probably spark plugs, and you even looked at the coils, and what did you say? Uh, it's probably coils. Too. Yeah, probably the coils too. So they so all that's fresh. Uh, I do. I will say the car does shift much better. It doesn't shift late anymore, and it seems to be running smoother. Um, but every now and then it's weird. I I still think they don't think it's transmission related. So. I still think they avoid the transmission because um, they don't want to have to deal with that type of transmission. So anyway, uh, I got raped. I mean, I got I shouldn't say that word because that's really not a good word. I got raked over the coals. Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't use the rape. We shouldn't use the rape word. Like, seriously, like even out, as dirty as our podcast. Assaulted. Be, yeah, I definitely got accosted by the garage. You were anally tortured by your mechanic. Body Did you notice the labor on his thing? It's one hundred forty nine dollars an hour. Yeah, must be nice. Apparently they're paying mechanics premium dollar right now because if the garage is collecting, well, no, that's no, hang on, correct. hang on. If the garage is collecting 149, that means they're only paying the uh, mechanic twenty nine dollars an hour. Yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. I know when I worked at the tire place, I was making like thirty bucks an hour, and the mechanics were making like eleven fifty, and they had to buy all their own tools. Yeah. I felt so bad for. Well, the you're the Eric. salesman. You're the one that sells them all the shitty stuff. Yeah, I'd sell them. And all then the, the mechanics jobs. just put it on there. You, the mechanics, don't have to sell the shit. Yeah, but the mechanics had to do the work, which I thought was bullshit because they're more skilled than me. Well, I'm yeah, up, they're the experts, and they have to get certified. I'm up there punching buttons on a computer, and Eric would be like, "So the discombobulator reconnected with." The I'm sure Eric could. I'm sure Eric could, like, you know, Eric. Is but a, we should have Eric on as our local mechanic expert and have he, him. He should dude, come and look at the work on the car and see I'm if they did you, it correctly. You want a guy that knows fucking cars well where was he when i got this shit he is your go-to so he should dude, he should drive the car for a day and tell he me he has really gotten me it. out of so many binds and like it could be like minute shit like hey i found a bolt for what something so minuscule and he'd be like oh well you need a one two three six five eight um so that you want to put that there and i'm like how do you know this stuff like it's like talking to like a computer you know, Josh, there are some people that are good at their jobs and just know shit. Well, I'm I'm all right at mine. Okay. I mean, I broke into a car with a fucking coat hanger. Yeah, your own car. Hey, I got in, didn't I? What did you do with that hanger, by the way? Oh, we put it in we this closet, in the, right? Yeah, we put okay. it in the closet because we need it for future break-ins. Yeah, future break-ins. All right. So there it is. So my car is running for the time being. Hopefully it stays that way. We don't have any other issues. Knock on wood. 
All right. Uh, so Josh had a great experience with somebody at Haas's. Yeah, so we... So for, explain to our folks that don't live in Pennsylvania. So Haas's is like a poor man's red... Or a poor man's golden corral yeah. fucked a red well, robin. Is it? Yeah, yeah. So they have so a explain buffet. the concept. Yeah, so they, so they have, have a buffet. No, they have a salad bar. They have a salad bar with like soup, tacos, soup and tacos. Yeah, like it's so cheesy. It's good though. It's, it's good. It's not yeah. great. It's a shitty salad bar. No, their dessert section has gotten pathetic. I agree. They yeah. had like three hard cakes and then like yeah. the ice cream was okay. The boys like the ice cream. Yeah. But oh, did they turn the machine back on the last time I was there? The machine yeah, they was had off. it. Okay. Yeah, they only had one flavor though. I think they only have vanilla. But so they probably can't get any other flavors. So anyway, all right. You know, basically, we sit down and we ask for a booth, and the guy's like, "I can't give you a booth." Now, there's like eight open booths, but whatever. I guess it was they're trying to balance out the servers yeah, or whatever. Keep Fine. talking. I have to get more to drink. My throat you're, is like dry as you're hell. You're good. You're good. So uh, we go in, and we sit down in the back, and I'm already annoyed because I didn't want to do that. And uh, we get this waitress who comes over, and she gives Gavin a dirty look because he's rooting around at a seat. Now, she might have had resting bitch face. I don't know. But... I lost my shit on her. <laughs> it was a long day at work. No, I did, for real. Get this. I'll, I'll wait till you come back in. Okay, you can hear it. Okay. So, we sit down, and, like, she passes the menus out. And Gavin did something, and she rolled her eyes. And I caught her. I don't know what her deal was. Now, she did have, like, resting bitch face. Apparently, like, that was her face. Looked like somebody hit her with a baseball bat. Typical Schuylkill County. But she had such a puss on her face. Yes, Camper. No. She's she's an implant, so. Oh, yeah. But this lady does, like, Gavin's rooching around, and we're trying to get him, you know, situated. And she's standing there with her little waitress pad, and she does one of these. She goes... And I caught her because I was sitting right on the end of the table. And I shot her a look. I said, do you want to be my waitress or are you just going to be an asshole all night? No, man. And she goes, what? I was like, don't you ever roll your eyes at anybody at this table. Do you understand me? I was like, because if you. She's not your servant, Josh. I don't give a shit. Don't come up to my fucking table. You could say, could you please not roll your eyes? Or uh, Oh, no, no. Or no, you no, could say no. if, if you dislike. Like, I would have said if you want to roll your eyes and you dislike us. Could you please get us another server? I said to her, I said, if you don't want to be my waitress, you can get me somebody else. Oh, I don't have a problem. Said, and Amber shot me a look like, I can't believe you just did this. <laughs> like a fucking and I'm dagger. like, she She's rolled. She's like me. It's like, come on, dude. What are you doing? I said, she rolled her eyes at him. I said, you okay with that? I said, because I'm not. I don't roll my eyes at her when she walks up. Oh, I apologize. Then. And she was like probably 60. Miserable old cunt. Brings our, you know, our drinks back, whatever, fine. We order our food. We go up, get our salad bar stuff. We sit down. We're eating. Brings our stuff, drops it at the table, and I know it's annoying having a waitress every, you know, 10 minutes come up when you're chewing and, hey, do you need anything? This lady disappeared for a half an hour. The she boy, was probably bitching about you in the back. The boys need, or spitting in my drink or whatever else. Yeah. The boys needed refills on their drinks because he gave you a juice box that's this fucking big. Yeah. And I was like, well, hang on, guys. Well, they're getting antsy. I'm like, okay. So I went up to the fucking hostess station, and I'm like... Can we get, like, a waitress who actually wants to be my waitress? 
I was like, we've been sitting back there for 25 minutes since they dropped my fucking food off. And I was like, she hasn't been back once to check on our drinks, to ask us how the food is. I was like, she rolled her eyes at us. I was like, I want somebody now. Oh, well, let me find your waitress. I said, I don't care if you find a fucking dog. Find somebody that can bring me a drink. She comes back. Did you guys need something? I said, yeah, where were you? You've been gone for 25 minutes. Like, I was pissed. I'm like, you're worst waitress fucking ever. Oh, okay, I'll bring it back. If I was Amber, I would have walked out. Amber was just doing like one of these, yep. like, Jesus Christ. Yep, are that's exactly, serious? I would have been out the door. And right? I, was like, I said to her right in front of the waitress, I was like, Amber, what are you hiding your face for? I said, we got our food, they're not going to spit in anything unless they go spit <laughs> on the salad bar. <laughs> You're so bad. And oh, I, God. I don't care. Uh. Piss me off. And I got sweet revenge on that cunt. $73 for a bill, I gave her four bucks as a tip. So that is a waitress problem. So, yeah, I would definitely. And then I wrote a, a thing on Facebook to their because you go to their compliment section on, or comment section on a website and it's not a valid URL for the page. Of course not. They don't because they have too many people bitching. Probably. Yeah, probably. I was pissed. It is. Like, has really gone downhill. I was like, you people were OK taking all of our money, but you had no kind of anything. I was like, your table side manner sucked. I want they should go back to the way it was before where you place your order at the front. And yeah. And then they just had somebody bring you drinks all day. Exactly. Yeah. I was I hadn't been in there in five fucking years. Oh, have years. you not been there since they did that? No. And yeah. I was like, oh, you used to order food here. Yeah. I guess you don't do that anymore. Yep. But I was pissed because of that. And then, like, they have, like, those stupid pictures at the front of the store. It says, you know, meet our management team. The manager of this, the location is younger than I am. Oh, yeah? Not saying they can't be good at their job. Where the fuck were you that night there, Susie, or whatever your fucking name was? Yeah. Piss me off. Is that you? Bobby and Ja Rule are live on A&E Celebrity Celebration. Oh, let's watch it. No. Yeah. Um, I go to Haas's every now and then when I'm when I'm craving, like, soup and salad. Where is her Haas's around here? Well, we, I would go to the one in Schuylkill Haven. Oh, okay. I would go with my family. I wouldn't go by myself. I look too fat if I do that. So, you know, I think it's healthy when you go to a salad bar buffet. Yeah. I, I went to the salad bar buffet and got no salad on yeah. my plate. Yeah. What did you get? Like all the all the fatty salads that are yeah, there? Yeah, like the macaroni yeah. and the potato. Yep. <laughs> and then the soup, you probably got like the cheesy baked potato, well, which, by the way, is their leftover baked potatoes. Oh, I don't care about that. I mean, whatever. I just figure. Oh, look, the Phillies are losing. I love they come back home and now they're I fun. just hope it's like actual like stuff they didn't sell. It's not like they're scraping plates. No, they put in a big pot and boil it. For no, a while. so <laughs> inside scoop on that place, they they put the they bake the potatoes and then they hold them in like a hot oven in a warm oven. And I don't I, care if they're in a cold. So oven, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they turn brown essentially by the end of the day. So they can't do anything with them but make soup out of it. Mm. So, but it's a it's a way to get rid of the soup. Listen, Outback Steakhouse does that. Uh, Austin's. Texas Roadhouse, they all make potato soup with it, or mashed potatoes. Texas uh, Texas Roadhouse makes their mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes with yeah, it. And you can taste that. Somebody from 424-292-7604 from Athens, California. What do they want? Gardena, California. I don't know. Should I call them? No. Let me call them. No, because it might be Sally May. So. Who's Sally May? Fucking loan, student loan. Oh. Hang on, I'll Google it. Give me that number one more time. Hang on. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. 292. Okay. 7604. No, we're calling them, okay? 
Is that okay? Sure. Are you going to have to give me the number one more time? Seven four two four. Two nine two. Seven six zero four. Navient. Yeah, I would hang up. What is Navient? That, that's that's the Sally Bank. Oh, yeah. That's lame. So my federal student loans. My federal student loans. The feds are on to us now. No. It literally is two days past due. I just don't pay it on time ever. <laughs> I just keep putting mine into uh, forbearance. Well, the, so you can do that, but I don't. I won't do that because they, it just keeps accruing interest. But I actually think that Biden is has it zero interest accrued. I don't know. But so he also they, thinks that the dumbasses at Navian think that I wouldn't pay my student loans. You know what happens when you don't pay your student loans? Government backed student loans. They garnish your wages. Yeah, probably. because it's government backed. Like, why would I not pay the student loans? So like they're. But they here's the difference. They've been calling. They called from Syracuse like last month, like with a Syracuse number. Now this time it's a California number. Next next month it'll be a Florida yeah, it's number. Probably some guy sitting in like I Trenton, could, New Jersey. I could save myself some hassle by just paying it Frank. when it's due, but I don't. Yeah, why do that? It's a ten day grace period. I don't give a shit. So, I just I they are the biggest. Navian is the big. My dad will attest to this. They are the biggest scumbags in the world, and a lot of they have a terrible Better Business Bureau reputation, by the way. So they are the worst company to deal with. All right. We got to keep this stuff moving, though. Yeah, we're no. already at 45 minutes. I know. Well, so, I, all right, moved, we're not going to talk about the stone kid. That'll be the next show. Okay. There was a bear in my yard. Yeah. So my mom said something about this. Apparently, she follows her Facebook better than I do. Did you see the picture of it's it? either that or Amber had it on her thing. They Well, we both did. Did okay. you see a picture of it? No. Do you want to see a picture of it? It's a big no. ass bear. I see plenty of bears. Well, no, yeah, but, yeah, but those are different kind of bears. These aren't ones that are going to climb on your back and fuck you in the ass. That's not the bears I'm talking about. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, I should have never said that. I knew you would get a rise out of that. Well, not really. By the way, I just realized you're wearing your I Am The Man shirt. <laughs> you're not the man. You're number one. All right. So, All right. Talk about the bear in the woods. So he came out. He was half naked and uh, yeah. he started to kiss my ear. And uh, then he started to say sweet nothings, sweet nothings, into my ear. No. So I go, this was before Snuggles passed away, the, this, the weekend before she died. You didn't send her out to get him? Well, no. She went out to go pee, and I'm like, <gasps> and I fell down the front porch steps, grabbing her to pick her up to put her in the house. This thing was like fucking 400 pounds. And <laughs> he was a fat bear. Blooded right in its Google County, eh? Very hairy. <sighs> So I was like, yo, bear, what are you looking at? No, he was like sniffing around the neighbor's car and around their garage. And I was like, Amber, get over here. There's a fucking bear outside. She goes, no, there's not. I'm like, there is a big ass bear. Well, then it went behind the fucking garage to the neighbor. She's like, yeah, there's a bear. And I'm like, just wait. Uh, he, he's going to come back out. And then he came back out and like Will's laying on the couch sleeping the whole time. He didn't even know the bear was there. But yeah, the thing hung around for like 10 minutes, just like he didn't have a care in the world. And I'm thinking maybe they just woke up from like hibernation or something. And he was like trying. Uh, I think it'd be late for that. I don't know. He was like, I think he was late for Looking work. Looking for food, dude. He probably smelled food. You guys have garbage cans out there, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, so he probably smelled I mean, something. I haven't seen one for six years. And the last one I saw was half that size and was on my back porch eating my garbage. 
Yeah, but he same thing. He might have just like, are they building around you anywhere? I that would chase him around. I mean, maybe up in I don't know. Yeah, if they're building somewhere, might have just chased him down from wherever he was. I don't Which know. Which direction did he come from? Like behind the house? I didn't ask him. Yeah, no, I mean. you didn't see where he came from? Where was he when you saw him first? He was standing in the driveway. So okay. I, maybe he came off the highway. I don't know. We could have crossed the road. Well, right? he had a car parked on the road, on the shoulder. So then he okay. got back in the car and drove away. Oh, okay. But yeah. Like, <laughs> and then Amber's like, oh my God, it's the back door locked. I'm like, because <laughs> he's got to walk in the fucking well, door. If he wants to get in, he's got to get in. Well, it doesn't always shut right. I said, oh, okay. does it matter? We have a set of spare keys hanging on the porch. Did you really say that? To yeah. Her? <laughs> I said, so hopefully we don't have, like, a smart bear that can use door locks or we're fucked. But then he disappeared into the darkness, and he hasn't been since, seen since. I don't know. I, I In all honesty, I mean, unless you startle him, he's more scared of you than anything. Well, that's so. what it's, yeah. I was, re, like, re, like I, I thought it was cool, though. Like, I mean, because yeah. you know where I live. Like, what are the odds of a bear just standing well, in yeah, fucking Well, yeah, because you have such a fucking, like, that road is insane. It's always busy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like 2 o'clock in the morning, there were like 3,000 cars going down the road. No, it's the fucking jerk-offs with their little trucks with no exhaust. So it's like... Just shattered everybody's fucking windows in their car. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not responsible for broken windows, yeah. people. The Josh and AC podcast is not responsible for damage to your vehicle. Actually, Turn your base down. Submit it, and we'll pay part of your claim. No, 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 no. Yeah, twenty seven. Sixty bucks. Uh, you have a ninety percent deductible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Somebody's gonna have like a thousand dollar repair. And we're gonna have to pay. But I can tell you one thing, a hundred percent. When I saw the bear, I don't think I've ever shit on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> But the bear wanted to shit on your floor. No, he he was chewing around the trash and he was like, "Tastes like fish." Yeah, I was like, "Really?" Yeah. Oh God, I could say so many things to that, but I'm just gonna refrain. Yeah, go ahead. No, stop. All right, <laughs> all right. So uh, the next thing we want to talk about this affected both Josh and myself, but more Josh because he has kids, uh, has a kid, and kind of adopted a second one. Yeah. Um, but so we got alerts yesterday all over probably social media. I'm sure you got one because of the schools. Uh, so in basically Eastern Pennsylvania yesterday, there was a lot of the, a cold front was moving through. Yeah. And initially the cold front was supposed to move at a slower pace. So the air not being a meteorologist, the air was supposed to move in slowly and basically push a lot of, a lot of air up rapidly from the, or bring a lot of air down to the heat rapidly which obviously causes potential for tornadoes, hail, pretty some pretty nasty storms, gusty winds. Plus, in the front that was coming in, there was also a lot of wind behind it because it's a fairly breezy day today. So the, I guess th there was a lot of hype. There was a lot of talk about it yesterday when I woke up. You know, Al Roker on fucking uh, whatever. Um, it's going to today. Yeah, the Today Show yeah. was talking about how 5 billion people, I felt like, were under a weather advisor or whatever. You're um, going to feel this all the way in Uganda. Yeah. So anyway, this the the front actually moved through much quicker, so it never really made anything crazy. But everybody canceled school, like or sent everybody. No, home. they were sending them home early, which I don't understand. Like because the timing of the storm was supposed to be between two and six, or three and six, which would have been when when everybody's trying to get home. So they just sent everybody home. This just goes to show why the world is full of a bunch of pussies. Well, here's the other thing. Let, we would go to this, school in a fucking blizzard. So what time did your what time did the kids get home then? Well, Will didn't get out early, nor did Gavin. Okay. But it was like other school districts sent sent kids home early. It yeah. was like 
And here's one thing I don't understand. Explain to me why high school and middle school get out before elementary. Elementary kids are going to be more scared of a thunderstorm than a fucking 16-year-old well, stoner. Like the high school students always got out sooner. They do that because they anticipate that the high school kids watch the little kids. That's oh, all I oh, thought about oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. A kid with three fucking brain cells can't even watch his own. No, pants. I'm sure there's a lot. Of, well, the, a lot of schools have different start times because of transportation. Josh, I don't give a shit. They use the same buses for little everybody. Billy's gonna piss himself, not oh some stoner God. loser. Yeah. So let's also talk about how early school's getting done this year because they had all that hybrid learning. They're done next week. I know. There's a lot of a lot of kids. Will are done. and Gavin are done next week. Yeah. So there's a lot May of twenty seven. Yeah. So like, uh, Hamburg High School's done like the first week of June. We've n- we never got out that early. No, we'd, we'd, to fucking we'd be into, like, learning. July 18th. But you got to remember, they didn't have any snow days because they all they just went to virtual learning. Well, yeah, but Gavin didn't do virtual, and he's getting out early. But they started. Yeah, but you got to think about how many times. I mean, they also start but they didn't beginning have snow of August days. now, though. They didn't have a lot of snow snow days, right? Yeah, not really. Yeah. But, they like, they start in, like, the beginning of August now. Yeah. It's I don't know. It's a different world we live in, but you know what? The only I'd just be pissed if I was a parent because that means summer vacation starts sooner. <laughs> like the kids get out sooner, so I'd be pissed. I'd want my freedom <laughs> for a little bit longer. Well, so what do you do with Will now once he's out of school? Does no, he go to daycare? No, he'll go to like uh, teacher friends. Okay, teacher friends like that have kids. Oh, okay, because so. Heather's gonna work all summer. Oh really? Yeah. She makes. I guess she makes overtime for teaching summer school. Okay. I'd want, if I was a teacher, I'd want the summer off. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to deal with these little motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's know. that's a, that's a glimpse into our, our catch-up after two weeks. Um, so, moving right along. By the way, very good timing. Good timing. Like, seriously, good timing. What? Like, it's perfect timing for, oh. the, for, the, for that part of it, because oh. now we do our official stuff. Oh, okay. So... It, it worked out well. Yeah, sure. 50 to 55 minutes is where we have to be well, to I, get the show done on time. I know. See, I, I know what I'm doing, but you don't want to hear. Well, no. We had to, we had to, I had to have you trim a little bit. I know. You're good at trimming I all should the just time. shave next time. All right. So uh, let's talk about uh, oh, wait, what- We didn't do our big announcement either. No, we're going to do Did it we? later. No, we do we'll it? Do, it, do it towards the end. Okay. All right. Um, so May 26th, 2022. So what- Day is it today? Oh, I got to move this screen over because it's driving me nuts. Oh, no. I'm not going to. Never mind. It's not moving. Yep. Okay. We're not going to play that game. Fuck. I froze the screen now. Here we go. God damn it. Did I freeze the screen? Yes, I did. I got to stop messing with this stuff. Maybe you get a new computer. No. No, I just have too much on this one computer. It only has a certain size processor. All right. Well, we're going to go with what I can see here. Oh, shit. That's not the touch screen either. All right. All right. So, well, at least I know on here. Uh, so, May 26th, 2022, uh, it is National Blueberry Cheesecake Day, specifically blueberry. Uh, it's National Paper Airplane Day today, Josh. Uh, it's Ascension Day. So, this is the Christian holiday that doubles as a public holiday in many countries. Uh, and I can't see anything further because the damn thing is frozen. <laughs> so, uh, I can't even do trivia because it's not letting me click on anything right now. We can just... So Listen to this pa- pa- pause for a second, folks, while I try and get my computer to respond. Let's see if I can get it to respond now. Come on, you fucker. All right. Nope. And now it, it moved the fucking thing. All right. Can I? All right. So at least it let me move it over. So. All right. So again, National Blueberry. Par- pardon me for the pause, folks. Uh, National Blueberry Cheesecake Day. It is Ascension Day. National Paper Airplane Day. Uh, it is World. 
damn it. <laughs> World Lindy Hop Day. So this is a dancing style that has endured time by bringing people together and helping spread joy. I'm very happy. Uh, it is Lenny Kravitz Day. So it is... Um, so it's just a it's just a day dedicated to the multi-talented singer. I wonder if it's his birthday, possibly. So, uh, but the big highlights for today is it's National Paper Airplane Day and National Blueberry Cheesecake Day. Sounds wonderful. Yeah, you know what? Next Thursday, what's exciting about next Thursday, Josh? You get that shot to get those warts off. Yeah, uh, next Thursday is my birthday. Oh, we have a yeah, show I forgot about, about the birthday. that. Yeah, that I had to remind Josh that it's my birthday for the next episode. So, thanks, asshole. But there's some fun things on my birthday. All right, let me ask you a couple of questions. Are you a homosexual? Are you an anti-Semite? All right. Have sir. you ever had sex before? Am I doing trivia first, or are you? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Oh, hold on. I'm, I moved everything around here now, so I got to, like, my computer. Why don't you do trivia first? Mine's a very short trivia question this week. On the uh, elemental chart, what does AU stand for? What element does AU what element is AU represented by, I guess? All right. Or, yeah, what element does AU represent? Yeah. Ryan will know this. He probably got probably. the answer. All right. So, during the Revolutionary War, Americans would avoid eating this due to their association and origin in Britain. But clearly that has changed today. Their wives. After a 2014 study found that 49% of Americans... Over the age of 20, eat one of these every single day. So I'll read that question again. Pussy or ass, so, I guess. So during the Revolutionary War, remember it's Am food right? facts, Josh. Food facts. Well, during the Revolutionary War, the Americans would avoid san- would avoid eating these due to their association. Eating sand. Yeah, so mm. obviously gave the answer away. Due to their association sand. and origin in Britain. Clearly, that has changed today after a 2014 study found that 49% of Americans over the age of 20 eat one of these every day. So obviously, salamanders. I kind of, yeah, Josh has the answer. Salamanders. Already. If you get it wrong, you're a dumbass. I'm going to say salamanders. So, all right. But yeah, we'll get back to that, even though I gave the fucking answer away because I read too far. All right. All right, Josh, over to you. Are we going into stories? Yeah. Well, what else happens after trivia? Well, I was just making sure you didn't have anything else to, you know, throw in there. All right. <laughs> Uh, got to do a little bit of a classic movie here. See if you know what it is. When they built those roads, they had no thought of drainage in mind. So we had to take a special Jeep up to the main road. In fact, we were lucky to even get a Jeep since just the day before. Only one that we had broke down. Had a bad accident. Excuse me, sir. There's been a little problem in the cockpit. The cockpit? What is it? Little room ooh, in front ooh, of I know the answer. Ooh, God. ooh, airplane. Okay. You see, the first officer is ill, and the captain needs someone to help. Him I thought the buzzing him. in the background sounded familiar. Do you know anything about planes? Well, I flew in the war, but we should talk about the pilot ago. that or the guy that landed his plane. Did you see that? About it. I have it. Oh, for this one? Please. Oh, perfect. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> the stewardess said both pilots can you fly this plane and land it surely you can't be serious I am serious and don't call me Shirley <laughs> doctor I've checked everyone Mr. Stryker's the only one 
What flying experience have you had? Well, I flew single-engine fighters in the Air Force, but this plane has four engines. It's an entirely different kind of flying altogether. It's, it's an, an entirely, entirely different, different kind of flying. <laughs> Besides, I haven't touched any kind of plane in six years. Mr. Stryker, I know nothing about flying. But there's one thing I do know. You're the only one on this plane who can possibly fly it. You're the only chance we've got. As AC said, that was from uh, Airplane. Great movie. Sadly, Leslie Nielsen is no longer with us, but now you might be sitting there wondering, why would I pick a story or, a, or an intro involving airplanes? And here's why. Passengers took over and landed a plane in South Florida after the pilot became incapacitated. Passenger. That's what I said. I thought you said passengers. Maybe I did. Whatever, who cares? People landed a plane, they're not dead. Next. No. So, uh, in a story that might sound like it was drummed up uh, out of Hollywood, a passenger of a small plane in Florida became a hero this week as he took over a flight, even though he'd never flown before, and landed safely after the pilot was incapacitated by medical emergency. The mid-flight emergency occurred Tuesday afternoon, when the plane, a single-engine Cessna, <clears throat> was over the West Palm Beach area. TV stations reported that all seemed fine with the flight until the mail grabbed the radio and told ground controllers that they had a medical emergency. I think I'm having one, too. It sounds like I'm having a stroke. Um, the passenger took on the radio and said, my pilot has gone incoherent. Um, I have no idea how to fly this plane. The report said that there were only two people aboard the Cessna, the passenger and the pilot. So no, I, I don't think that they that was true because there was somebody that took a, a video. Oh, really? So I think there were two passengers plus the pilot. Okay, maybe. Yep. The report said that the flight controller talked the passenger through the landing and told him to follow the coastline to get to Palm Beach International Airport, which is one of three major airports that serve the Miami metro area. The plane ultimately landed safely at the airport in West Palm Beach, which is located 70 miles north of downtown Miami. Kudos to the new pilot. Um, and the air traffic controller that helped him land the plane. Yeah, that guy should not be, or gal should not be forgotten because yep. Jesus. It was, a, it was a male. They have audio recording of this. Authorities... Uh, said the thir the certified pilot was taken to the hospital, but details of the medical emergency weren't immediately clear. That article's clear. old. I'll I'll wait till you're done. Yeah, go ahead. That, I mean, this was like when it yeah. happened. Yeah. So happened. this is so this has been uh, it's been on the Today Show like almost every day. So uh, the the gentleman actually took the plane out of a nose out of a like a, a nosedive, like literally was able to to level the plane back out because they actually show like the GPS tracking. And you can see Josh 
like a like a circle, like a swivel. Okay. Where he takes the plane out of nose diving and going like altitude dropping rapidly, um, and the guy basically, and then he calls for help and he gets the uh, like military base. Okay, like that's where he got. He wound up getting military base. So then they patched him over to the West Palm Beach Airport. At which point he got a hold of somebody. Uh, there was a little back and forth about like um, you know the squawk box and everything like that, uh, which I'd assume is like the frequency to get to to the West Palm Beach Airport. Um, and then uh, there wasn't much between then and th- you know when they walked him through landing the plane, but. <laughs> but apparently. Apparently, this plane is one of the hardest, like, pass- like small passenger airplanes to fly. So does this guy automatically become a pilot now? Like, does he no, get a- no. And the, and when they interviewed him, like, so they, so they, um, uh, Savannah Guthrie interviewed him yesterday. So it was on the Today Show this morning, and uh, he said that he'll he will not get an airplane that doesn't have two pilots from now on. So and that Cessna does not require two pilots. So, hmm. do you have the? Are you playing the audio recording? No, this is just random sounds of oh. airplanes. Yeah, so, uh, and then also the um, the guy that landed the plane is actually being, not only for saving his life, he also saved the guy that, he, so the pilot went into cardiac arrest. So the pilot had a heart attack. Did he live? Yeah, so he is, rec- uh, he is home recovering. The doctor said that had he not gotten the plane down, that that gentleman wouldn't have survived in the air. So the fact that he was able to land the plane as soon as possible saved that guy's life. And the pilot was able to get to a point where he could get, like, the guy off the plane. Not even the pilot. Like, the, the guy that landed the plane. So, like, and nobody believed it. Like, in the air traffic control piece of it, you also heard them. Yeah. <laughs> that would be bad if that came on. Yeah. I don't know why it sounds like they're on a space shuttle. Yeah. Listen, I just give this guy... Talk like, me into the ground, okay. <laughs> oh my god, you're not going to believe this. The, the pilot, he's not responsive. No, dude, if you heard this guy, it was nothing like that. I would have been. This guy was Shit. super... Cu- well, he said, like, there was a What's, moment... Why get upset? You're but he said, die. he said, in a moment, like, he said he, he always watched, but never realized he was going to have to do it. Like, he always watched what they were doing. But never realized he was going to be the one doing it. Jesus Christ. But he said what was, like, basically not... It takes Flight Simulator to a whole new level. But he's like, what is it going to... What good is it going to do if you get excited? You just... You basically... He's like, obviously, there's a million things going through your mind, but... You're dead when you hit the ground anyway, so... (laughs) Well, but you think about it, dude. He was over the water. But they did tell him to follow the coastline north or south. Because that's what he could see. Because the, the guy that was flying the plane said that he could see the coast of Florida ahead of him. So the guy, Great. so the flight traffic controller, so they could get a hold of somebody to help him land the plane. Exactly. Basically said, so you think about it, the guys at the Air Force Base only know how to fly big ass planes. So anyway, but yeah. anyway, so that's, that's this is going to give people false hope now thinking anybody could just fly. A plane. Yeah, he's going to have random people fucking yeah. flying planes. See, this is yeah. why the hijackers took over because they could just Josh, fly a plane. No, no. no problem. No, no, Josh. Oh, no, come no. on. It, it's no, 20, no. 20 years old now. Let it go. Oh, God. Anyway, from uh, planes to... What do you want to hear a story of next? A serial killer or bumblebees? I don't know. We'll pick one. Serial killer. Okay. What would you say if I told you a man died of a heart attack 
while trying to bury his girlfriend that he had murdered. <laughs> a South Carolina man is dead after a sheriff says he collapsed from a heart attack while digging a pit to bury his girlfriend that he had just murdered. Joseph McKinnon told a neighbor in Trenton, South Carolina, that the hole he was creating in his yard was meant for a water feature to enhance his garden, his girlfriend's body, apparently. Uh, this happened in Edge Edgefield County. Uh, but when a neighbor subsequently spotted McKinnon, who was 60, laying face down and motionless beside the pit Saturday morning, they called the police. Um, we got there and determined that there was an apparent heart attack. There was no trauma to the body. With no one else at home, deputies set out to locate and alert McKinnon's next of kin. However, um, we had a hard time finding a significant other or next of kin. Authorities searched for McKinnon's live-in girlfriend, Patricia Dent, 65, tried to reach her at her workplace, only learned that her co-workers had been texting her with no response since 7.30 the same morning, which was not like her. Everybody was already concerned about what was going on. Deputies returned their focus to the couple's residence. We continued to investigate the yard and the huge garden in the backyard. Um, the house had been freshly cleaned, and they were able to identify blood in the house that tested positive to be hers. Um, they went back out to the pit that the man was digging. We got down into the pit and started digging around, and we uncovered what appeared to be black garbage bags. When they opened the bags, it revealed the body of a bound person um, with tape. It really was shocking to them. Deputies tracked down eyewitnesses to compile a timeline of the couple's last hours, and they learned the results of the autopsies performed on the pair on Monday. Uh, they were very certain of what we thought had happened. The autopsy filled in the gaps. She had been hit in the face, but that was definitely not the death blow. The autopsy proved that she had died of strangulation, and his autopsy proved that he had died of a massive heart attack from stress induced from digging the hole that he was trying to bury the girlfriend in. Talk about karma. Life's, yeah, life's a bitch. So now, and then you die. <laughs> like, wow, that's fucked up. The sheriff's theorized. Well, remember that next time, Josh. You could die of a heart attack if you kill somebody and try and bury him. I would never try to bury somebody. I'm too fucking lazy. I'm too lazy. You just fucking throw him in a bag in the Fuck woods. Fuck no, I wouldn't do that. That's too much work. And you go wait, and the money. Do you know how much trash bags cost? Black trash bags. They theorized that after killing Dent, the man bound her with tape. Oh, that makes sense. Bind her up with tape after she's dead. Okay. Cover her, and he covered her in two large trash bags and drug her through the house to his truck, which he drove to his garden, where he had previously dug the pit. The truck was still parked in the garden when the deputy showed up. Apparently, he had been covering the hole. The fucker didn't even die digging the hole. He died covering it. That's the easiest part. I just ran a bobcat and dig a hole with that. Not like the animal that's like, <laughs> but like the big bulldozer. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, he was feverishly covering the pit. And so that's how we all put things together. He attacked her. He killed her. He put her in the pit. And he died covering her up. Um, <laughs> authorities say the incident registers as very out of the ordinary, very unexpected. There was no history of domestic abuse between the couple. 
And they had no other previous calls for any kind of disturbance at the residence. Basically, this case is over. <laughs> That's kind of sh- a shitty way. But yeah. <laughs> thank you, People Magazine. Yeah. And we will end tonight with a story about bees. Because let's face it, bees and wasps are back with this weather. And one thing you need to be on the lookout for, if I can find my fucking story... Um, did you know that bees ejaculate themselves to death when they get too hot? <laughs> Whoops. I've never done this, but... All the time, I'm sure you have. No, that's why I lay in the bathroom. I don't even want to... You only needed the 15 minutes I was gone to get dinner tonight, so... And you took a shower in that same time, too. Twice, yeah. <laughs> um, what an unhappy ending. Thought sweating on a hot day was uncomfortable? During an intense Canadian heat wave, male honeybees literally ejaculated themselves to death in in an apocalyptic love explosion according to the bombshell study report by scientists at the University of British Columbia in Canada when drones die from shock they spontaneously ejaculate so I guess it's like people like pissing themselves when they're done bees just come can you still get pregnant from a dead bees load really can you? I don't, I don't know. know. Why don't you try, Josh? You find me some bees, and I'll take their load. That's a lot of bees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the carnal combustions occurred during British Columbia's sweltering 2021 heat wave and were documented by Emily Huckster, a rural beekeeper. I saw that video. Six bees, one woman. Did you see that when they all come on her face? No. Oh. Um, she noticed dozens of dead bees on the ground. She emailed pictures of the dystopian die-offs to scientists who got in touch with other beekeepers. They said they'd witnessed the same disturbing phenomenon, and they'd claimed it was endangering the survival of colonies in the area. The trend was especially troubling, given the beehive's elaborate temperature control system. Thermoregulation helps uh, the nest stay at a stable 35 degrees Celsius or 95 degrees Fahrenheit. However, the unprecedented heat waves catapulted the mercury into a danger zone. We know that after six hours at 42 degrees Celsius, 107.6 degrees Fahrenheit, half of the drones will die from heat stress. The more sensitive ones start to perish at two to three hours. They also noted that the temperature is one they shouldn't normally be seeing or experiencing, which is linking the bee deaths um, to excessive heat. And these deaths aren't pretty. When male worker bees die, they start convulsing. (laughs) Holy crap, that's so bad. They convulse, which causes their endophallus, a sexual organ, the size of their own abdomen. Man, I wish my dick was the size of my abdomen. Both in girth and in height. Like, could you imagine that? Walking around with your belly between your legs? Not my. Don't imagine my belly. Just for your own. Well, you got a rather big belly, so. Oh, you should talk. Well, we got fucking Richard Simmons over there. I forgot. You're over there dancing like a fucking pony in the gym. <laughs> really? Are you done? No, I'm almost done that story. Okay. 
<laughs> now you're typing something over there. Is that what you do at the gym when you go? Can you finish your stories, please? As a result, many beekeepers saw half their colonies die off at the first massive heat wave. That's a massive die-off and tells us we need to find better ways to protect the bees. In order to protect the social insects from another heat wave, bee searchers and teams experimented... Not researchers, bee searchers? It says bee searchers. Okay. They experimented with 18 different beehives. They then measured the temp with thermometers installed inside the nest. First, they outfitted the tops of the beehives with two-inch thick pieces of styrofoam that absorbed radiant heat from the sun, making thermoregulating easier. Second cooling method was a feeder full of sugar syrup. Bees can go to the water and bring it back to the hive, and then they will fan themselves and cool themselves down. Giving them the syrup should also let them do the same thing and take the sugar in, which motivates them to move. Researchers found that the styrofoam... Uh, cooled it down about 6 degrees Fahrenheit, while the f syrup only cooled it down about 2 degrees Fahrenheit. Fortunately, although the massive die-off was gruesome, there's a silver lining. We realized that male bees may be even better indicators of temperature change than queens. That's right, the man's better than the bitch. Anyway, next thing, they're going to install bee-sized air conditioners in them. Like, cut holes in the sides of the hives, and then they just install, like, they call the little bee plumber and the, and the bee, like, electrician guy, and they come and wire it up to the house. You know, they, that would be great. In the wintertime, they're going to get propane heat. It's more, you know, environmentally friendly. Oh, my God. No, bees hibernate. Just. That way they don't get smoked out, you know. And then they can have, like, bees Thanksgiving, hibernate. you know, invite Brother Bear that was in my yard. He can come over and look bees at the hibernate. honey. Now, do honeys make honey? Or, like... Are you done with your stories? Yeah, that's it. All right. All right. So <laughs> most people understand that when uh, they grab Kraft Parmesan cheese, they're not getting any official Parmesan Reggiano from Italy. But less casual Parmesan Reggiano fraud is actually a serious issue for producers. Uh, like many European products, true Parmesan cheese has a protected designation and origin. And according to the Parmigiano Reggiano Consortium, which is the official trade group, uh, the amount of fraud is being is almost as big as product sales. Authentic Parmesan Reggiano sales are around $2.44 billion, while fraudulent cheese is about $2.0 billion market. Uh, but now Parmesan Reggiano has a new high-tech partner to fight against counterfeit cheese. Listen to this shit. And it involves technology you shouldn't even be able to notice. So the consortium has teamed up with Cas uh, Merck Maytech a leading producer of Cassin cheese marks and P-Chip, which creates digital tracking technology to put tiny food-safe transponders in legitimate wheels of Parmesan Reggiano. Edible transponders, Josh. Woo-hoo. What if you swallow this? Does it, like, go off in your belly? No. You shit it out. Duh. For the past two decades, Parmesan Reggiano wheels. You know what that reminds me of? Fucking um, Fat Bastard. When they put the, oh, uh, when they uh, stick homing the, di the homing tracking device, device yeah. in them. Uh, Parmesan Reggiano wheels have already featured a unique alphanumeric tracking code, but now the consortium has tested embedding P-chip microtransponders into certain casein labels. 
and the cons oh it's on the it's on the label so it's not actually it's not actually in the cheese and the consortium explains the innovation combines food safe kesson labels with the p chip microtransponder a blockchain crypto anchor that creates a digital twin for physical items the scannable new food tag is smaller than a grain of salt and a and highly durable delivering next generation visibility and traceability so by integrating this um the tra into the transponders uh it can better control the inventory protect and differentiate its products against look and sound like sound alike brands and have access to unmatchable track and trace technology to protect itself in the case of recalls and other issues so uh, the consortium points out that the cutting-edge technology is actually a great way to protect the cheese's centuries-old legacy. Parmigiano-Reggiano is one of the world's oldest and most famous cheeses and is a product that symbolizes Italian produce. Says the president of the consortium, uh, since the establishment of our consortium in 1934, we have worked to convey the value of our product globally and distinguish it from similar-sounding products on the market that do not meet our strict uh, requirement and production and area of origin. Um, this is a long way of saying that they're doing everything they can to uh, ensure that the hunk of Parmesan Reggiano you're nibbling on is a real thing, Josh. So I don't oh, know. If you, no, no, no. I don't no, know if you've no. ever had Parmesan Reggiano. It's fantastic, by the way. What's your favorite kind of cheese? Uh, that's a hard question. I have a lot of very. I like. I like cheese. I like Fomunda. Yeah, you do like Fomunda. Cheese Fomunda, my balls. Yeah. Did I tell you about my Fomunda story with Amber? This no, is a real we'll have quick to save one. That for the no, next it was a real, real, real quick one. Right. So last year I was working on the roof on my back porch, and it was like 90, and I was filthy and sweaty and gross. And I came in the house, and she asked for a kiss, so I gave her some Fomunda. I stuck my hand down my pants and swiped under my nuts, and I wiped it on her face, and it was looked like literally ricotta right on her face. It was gross. She wasn't too happy. <laughs> she scrubbed her face for like three hours. Yeah, but uh, she'll put her she'll put her fucking face down there anytime. Not really. Oh, you must not shower after first. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So actually, uh, kudos to Josh for this next story. Uh, so an Arby's. Hang on. Cheese tracking device. I want to be able to close this stuff so it like stops freezing my computer. I got to write down what the stories were. So uh, I don't an Arby's manager allegedly urinated in milkshake mix at the this fast food eatery uh, for his own sexual gratification. What do you do? How does that get you off? Watching people at, drink your pee? <laughs> on at least two occasions, cops said. Turn that off. How does he do that? So Steve, Stephen Sharp, who was being investigated for child pornography. Oh, well, there what you go. What a hot shot right there. <laughs> Admitted to police that he enjoyed relieving himself in the restaurant's milkshake mix. Yes. While working. Maybe as that's a, why McDonald's is always broken. As a night manager at Vancouver, Washington, uh, according to the police, the Arby's manager was arrested by the Vancouver police and confessed to downloading and distributing child pornography and having sexual interest in children on May 10th. So I peed in the officers. Machine? It, officers executed a search warrant and uncovered dozens of photos and videos depicting the sexual exploitation of children as well as the urine video on the digital devices. He, what the he fuck downloaded the you? disturbing content within the chain restaurant on at least 
one occasion, police said. Investigators are looking for an un on for any unlucky customers who bought and drank the urine-contaminated shakes. Well, how the hell are they going to know if they drank his pee? Vancouver police are at... Well, they'll know when he did it and when that stuff was used, probably. Oh. Vancouver police are asking anyone who purchased a milkshake from Arby's at 221 Northeast 104th Avenue on October 30th. Or How are you fucking going to remember that? Uh, oh, and yeah, has a, And has a receipt... To contact them. We'll give you 229 back. No other employees of the East Vancouver Arby's location are believed to have known about the manager's fetish for urinating in the shake mix. He According to, to law enforcement, Sharp was charged with four counts of possession of depictations of minors engaged in sexual explicit activity, four counts of dealing depictions of minors engaged in sexual explicit conduct and assault. Police are still investigating the library of illicit videos and images on sharp devices. Nothing about him urinating into somebody's <laughs> milkshake, though. Um, that's so. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to Josh for that one. That was uh, that's one that I missed. But yeah. Oh, actually, they interviewed somebody. They did find somebody that uh, drank one of his milkshakes. Ah, it's cooked my whole mouth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, believe this shit or not. So um, cup of noodles. Uh, is celebrating its 50th anniversary and they are expanding it to a makeup collaboration portfolio. Shut up! Um, so, uh, um, God, where the hell is it? So, Hip Dot, they launched makeup collabs with Peeps, Reese's, and Tapatio Hot Sauce. So, the Cup of Noodles eye and lip shades are very, are a very on brand. The Cup of Noodles pigment palette. $26. I hope this is not true. Is inspired by intense and vibrant warm tones in our favorite ramen noodle soup. Oh, so, boy. I hope they have creamy chicken. Yeah. So, um, so of course, eight shades in the palette have it's unmistakably packets. ramen-inspired names, including diced carrot, hot and spicy, ramen noodle, roasted corn, seasoning, soy sauce, spicy chili, and teriyaki. What about indigestion? Heartburn. So, the lip and cheek set is $22 and includes two liquid brush and two lip duos and an illuminating highlighter. Um, well, and finally, uh, if you have, if, if you need to have all the cup noodles, your face can handle the hip dot X cup noodle collectors box, which is $58 includes both the pigment palette and lip and cheek set along with a cup of noodles logo powder puff josh see i don't i won't buy that because i heard they tested on animals they actually have videos of an elephant being tested <laughs> that was when the chili pepper one went in his eyes so hip versus cup of noodles makeup bag and a hip dot cup noodles chopsticks all of these hip dot cup noodles eye cheek and lip shades are clean cruelty free and vegan and are available yeah, okay. to purchase at the hip dot website or on ulta.com. Why are they 60? just keep in mind as the brand noted on Instagram, no actual noodles are included, Josh. So why would it be you can buy a cup of ramen noodles for 54 cents at Walmart? Why are you paying $37 for fucking the seasoning mixed in with clay? Listen, people are going to buy this, Josh. People are going to buy this. So, all right, back to our trivia. We got to wrap this shit up. We got to do Kimball. our announcement. I know we got to wrap this too. up. So trivia, trivia, back to trivia. All right. Who's going first, me or you? Uh, well, since I already gave mine away. Salmon. Oh, you thought that's what it was? No, you're wrong. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, mine went all the way to the bottom. Son of a Salamanders. bitch. Salamander. No, go to yours. Go to yours, because i got to go back so to where mine was. on the element chart, periodic table, whatever you call it, what does AU represent? What element does AU represent? 
I don't know what AU represents. Gold. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, because people are always like, oh, when you go to buy it, it's so expensive. Interesting. Okay. Not really, but that's... All right. <laughs> All right. So, during the Revolutionary War, the Americans would avoid this due to their association and Great Britain and origin in Britain. Clearly, that has changed today because after a 2014 study <laughs> found that 49% of Americans over the age of 20 eat one of these every day. Salad. Close. Sandwiches. So. Oh, you said Sal. I was thinking. No, I said. Uh, yeah. So what? Well, close, right? So so Americans uh, above the age of 20 since it, since 2014, uh, which was a long time ago, 49 percent of Americans eat at least one sandwich a day. So we did eat a sandwich today, Josh. I ate two. I had a chicken sandwich and I had a hoagie for lunch. So. So there you go. All right. Uh, so, Josh, you want to do the big announcement? Why don't you play up our uh, outro as well? Well, I'm going to play a, a one minute and 20 second clip and then I'll play okay. the outro. Okay. So, something we haven't done here on the show ever. And I think it's good because it's going to happen on the kickoff of season three, which is on June 9th, I believe. Right? Uh, June 9th. Yes. yes. Week yes. after your birthday. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, I have been in the comedy business for probably 15 years almost now. We were approached by a real comedian, a very, very funny guy, a friend of mine, one of the few, not one of the few, but he's a, a comedy does not have a lot of genuine people that I've run into. There are there, but this guy is just a really, really super nice guy. Out of Philadelphia, his name is Joey Callahan. He's been a comic for probably about 35 years, 33 years, I think. Um, he started in 88. He was, um, he's been all over, performs all over the world. Um, he's on kind of a road tour now. He's going to be actually on the phone with us probably for the whole show to kick off that show. Um, he's open for Weird Al. He's open for the Smothers Brothers. He's open for B.B. King, which I want to ask him about that because that's got to be weird doing stand-up comedy in front of B.B. King. Um, he can work clean. He can work dirty. He was seen on Comedy Central. He's on PBS. He's been on Fox Good Day. Um, all over. ESPN. I think he's even done podcast stuff before. I know he's done radio stuff before. Just an all-around nice guy. So he will be on promoting his Dry Bar Comedy Special. Um, that was picked up by Amazon Prime. So I watched that. It's about a 25-minute special. So if you guys want to do that, you can head over to YouTube and look for Joey Callahan, C-A-L-L-A-H-A-N. Um, and there are tons of things that pop up for him. So I'll give you a actually a one minute ten second. I didn't pre-screen this, so I'm not sure what it is. Why don't exactly. we Why don't we save that for the second show? Because you gave him a lot of stuff. We can. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Let's do that on the next show because that is the I have that two is clips. Yeah, that's the prelim for the next one. So we'll definitely hype him up for the next show for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, because yeah, because yeah, and, and, and next week is our season finale. Believe it or not. So, <laughs> so, so we gotta we gotta have some more hype for that last show of the season. So. All right, everybody, uh, we're going to run out of here very quickly tonight, uh, but we appreciate it. See you, bye. Listen, 51 episodes, uh, crazy to think. No, actually, uh, it's been like 99. Well, yeah, but. 101. Yeah, no, it'd be 103, Josh. 
Uh, but anyway, everybody, uh, it's amazing to think that we are about to do our season finale for season two and about to run on to season three. But uh, that is going to do it tonight uh, for season two, episode 51 of The Dead End with Josh and AC. Josh and AC.podbean.com. You know how to find us, but just in case you wanted to switch it up, I've got all these on here and they're much smaller. Uh, we're on the Apple Podcast. We're on the i. We're on iTunes. On the iTunes. <laughs> we're on iTunes. That's how the kids. We're say on the Podbean it. app, Spotify, Stitcher. Tune in. Oh God, I can't even read some of these. Stitcher, tune in. Google Podcasts, Pandora, Castbox, iHeartRadio, Samsung fridges, Player <laughs> FM, uh, Spotify through your Amazon Alexa, Apple Podcast, Podbean, iTunes. Yeah, there's a there's a shitload up there. Um, so. Uh, we are literally probably galore, anywhere any, you download anywhere a that you can have it anywhere that you can have a podcast on we the hood of your now. mother's car we are there yep on the back seat of your dad's suburban Alexis talking to us hi bitch all right go for it all right want to uh, follow us on social media hit us up Josh and AC podcast on Facebook or at Josh and AC you can find us on Instagram send us your titty pictures Josh and AC podcast or you can send us an email. Uh, Josh and AC podcast at gmail.com. All right. We are going to get out of here. Like I said, very fast night. So thank you, everybody. Uh, not much more to say. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. See you. See you. See you.